finds himself perpetually hungry for want of greatness in his diet. He searches for something to explain his hunger and to rationalize why a world passes him by without saluting. That second verse right there, man. I love this entire song. Let me start off by saying that. I love this song. This is probably one of my top 10 favorite songs of all time. Even if it's number 10, it might, it's in there amongst everything. Michael Jackson, Prince, like everybody, this song is in there. So let's be clear about where I'm coming from so that there's no like mistaking about how biased I am about this entire topic. That's how passionately I am about it. But that second verse in particular, oh man. Hold on, you gotta tell us, you gotta tell them who we are. Oh yeah, who are we? Yeah, we're the uh, the Something to Say podcast and we are talking about the, uh, the legend, the god, DG Yola. Now there might be people who are listening to this who probably have no idea who DJ Yola because I feel no, like no, because you just name dropped Michael Jackson <laughs> and then DJ Yola. <laughs> like what the fuck is he talking about? I feel like DJ Yola's like I feel like his lore maybe didn't travel too far outside of the southeast so. part of America. Like I'm pretty sure. Sh- like if you're in. If you're in North Carolina, you probably have heard. I hope so. I hope so. Like maybe as far north traveled. as North Carolina. Yeah, I hope it traveled that far North Carolina. Now, once you get to DC, it might go either way. Right. I'm thinking about trying to get to New York. Yeah. It's, yeah. No. I, I, that, yeah. Nah, didn't even. Yeah, yeah. No. For didn't sure. Didn't even register. I think if you're in New York or New Jersey or Philly or somewhere, like you probably have had to come down south somewhere or spent some right. time, specifically in Atlanta. Yes. You came to birthday bash. Yeah, you came to birthday hey, bash. You might have heard. Ain't gonna let up. That's you went to Follies one night or right. Babes. Any or, club. Any, any club, club in Atlanta you're gonna hear yeah. Ain't Gonna Let Up at least one time. Somewhere, yeah. Somewhere. And I guess it's funny because the record dropped in 06, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So there's no internet. The internet has no idea that this is really happening. Like, Soldier Boy didn't catch his hit until a couple years later. And maybe if you had a MySpace, maybe you had a DJ Yellow in MySpace, but he also doesn't seem like the kind of guy to have a MySpace. Yeah, no, so no, no, no. I'm He's, not exactly. That's not sure. where the record is breaking. Right, it's right, not no, breaking yeah, on MySpace. no. Their record is not breaking on MySpace. He's more of the type to have like a Mac 11 than a MySpace. <laughs> like that's the kind of guy DJ. Wow, that was a bar. That's that, that's that's who DJ Yellow is. Some rappers, Matt, they never said that. <laughs> <laughs> I could have run my Mac 11 in MySpace. In my MySpace, yeah, yeah, yeah straight so, like that. This record, how it, it breaks in Atlanta is very organically, very naturally. I don't remember any big like promotion behind it. I don't remember any Mm-mm. interviews. I don't remember going to like V103 or High 17.9, talking about his new single. This song just dropped out of thin air. Well, I had to do a little bit of digging. Yeah. It wasn't quite out of thin air. Well, I'm just saying the experience I had in 06. Uh, I don't even know about uh, the music uh, industry and stuff. I just couldn't get away from the song. Yeah. Like, I knew. Like all of a hit. sudden it was a pair. It was just here. It wasn't T.I. and it wasn't Jeezy. It wasn't none of those guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just watched as it became this phenomenon in the city. But I want to know the backstory and the details of what was really going yeah, on. Yeah, what did you find? Uh, so the first thing I found was that DJ Yola was working at a seafood restaurant. He was, yeah, that, yes, 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 I did read that. And that it was his manager who encouraged him to do, like, his manager at the restaurant volunteered to be his manager in music. Crazy. Yes. I was like, you got something. Was it, uh, Power Hitters, I think, is, yeah. the, is a company that they, that, that she had established or that they established together, whatever the case is. But yeah. yeah. I did, I did read about that. I mean, first of all, 
if my manager at Jerry sends a pizza, well, first of all, my manager is actually my uncle. But first of all, if, <laughs> if my uncle told me, an assistant manager, Jerry Simpson Pizza, that you have a burgeoning rap career ahead of you, I'm going to help foster this, I, I would lose my mind. That's all I need in life is pizza and rap. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, what else is there? So crazy circumstances. But um, apparently the guy who really sort of puts it on everybody's radar is uh, DJ T Rock who was the resident DJ over at Pool Palace. Now, Pool Palace uh. is significant in Atlanta hip hop for many reasons, but like he is responsible for breaking the snap hits that y'all came to know and love. So apparently, you know, as an antithesis to snap, somehow he was like, listen, we're gonna push this DJ Yola record and uh, the rest is history. That's why. Isn't that crazy? That because is it's, crazy. It's right I, before Walk It Out, right mm-hmm. before DJ Unk, mm-hmm. right before we really went like dance crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I might have talked about it on here in a previous episode. I'm not sure, but when I think about uh, "Ain't Gonna Let Up," it's always it's like a the companion piece to "Ain't Gonna Let Up" is always Maceo's "Hosted Down." Yes, to me, like that's what I mark that period of Atlanta with is like "Hosted Down," "Next Tell Chirp." <laughs> ain't gonna let him. Yes, Yola like that's that trifecta. Yeah, that's trifecta right there. That like, oh five, oh six, oh seven. Like that's pretty much. If you were down here, those are records you heard on the radio that you on a regular basis. Yeah, everywhere else. I that think the was, first time I heard those records was in the strip club, like literally in the strip club in Babes. I think I was in Babes. I was in middle school. <laughs> you were definitely not in Babes. I did not. That was not you playing. Or you were there, the yo. You shouldn't have been there. <laughs> you had no business like being the, there. The baby in the strip club. Yeah. <laughs> You're working the door. Yes. <laughs> collecting the money. You're Bart Simpson in that one episode where like the grandpa tries to go in and and see you know, and he turns sneak around. Sneak a glance. Yeah. And, yep, exactly. It turns right back around. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I'm, yep. I'm, wow. How do we mm-hmm. get there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but a good Simpson reference. We need a good Simpson reference. Um, but yeah, Jasa, you're in the strip club. You hear it. I hear this. I hear this song, and it's just. It's an amazing song from top to bottom. Like it's actually a flawless record. In the same way that we talked about uh, international players anthem being a flawless song, like right. to me, this is a flawless song. Now the beat, like you can maybe argue about, is simple enough, and Wait, I feel who's like arguing against. Well, you- I mean, I mean, in comparison to international players anthem. Oh, right. okay, I see what no. you're saying. But okay. it's a, but it's it's perfect. Like it's everything that it needs to be from. The very first, I don't know what y'all been told mm. to the way he opened and closed the second verse is what is shut it down. Like uh, I, yeah. the, I just don't give a fuck is a rap, yeah. and that's one thing. <laughs> but when he starts really digging into the human element and start telling people what they need to do about going to church and give your brain a yes. bath and get on the right path, and like he really starts telling you about yourself. The first verse is a lot of I. There's a lot of like they hate on me. This is what I'm going to do. And the third, second verse is just like, this is how you fix your life now. I'm DJ Yola, and I'm going to tell you what you need to do. Before Yonla, before Dr. Phil, before any of these people, we had Yola. <laughs> Post-Oprah, but pre-Dr. Yeah, yeah, post Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He you, filled in that space uh-huh. that people don't even recognize. And I even giving him credit for this. Like, this is, this is... We need to amend the Wikipedia page right now. Yeah, just, somebody get on the job. Get Top on the phone. <laughs> get Top on the phone. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tell him uh-huh. that we need an immediate amend of uh, DJ Yola's Wikipedia page. So I will admit, yeah, that, that part caught me off guard as I was revisiting the song today. I, I like, um, 
I think because last night I cu- caught a couple of like, not just tweets or offhanded remarks, some haterade or whatever. And I was just like, oh, whatever. I'm trying to like brush it off. But then I'm listening to the song today. And then when he gets to the party, he's like, you need to better yourself. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Yola. <laughs> I apologize for you're, being. You're right. We're all want to get into our feelings. However, yeah. However, we should all strive to move on at the same time. He's so stern. Like he sounds stern in his delivery. He yeah. makes every single word. Like give your brain a bath. Yeah, bro. What? <clears throat> There's only a few rap records to me that have that kind of passion behind them. Like mm, I feel it. Like that's how. Like his delivery on this is the same way Kanye delivers on "Can't Tell Me Nothing." Yes. Like it's that kind of like. Everything I'm saying to you, I believe it a thousand percent. And all that conviction. All the yeah. conviction in the world behind it. I don't know what was going on in his life at this time. Something like, happened. Something happened. Day. It was a lot of specific examples. Like You're I can't, you can't even wear a jersey because they're trying to peep the tag. Like it's the same problem Biggie yeah. had in like elementary school. <laughs> kids trying to look at his alligator. Like I was like, that's a whole bar, bro. Yeah, Jay Z would have wrapped that in ninety eight. He definitely would have wrapped that in ninety eight. I like how in the music video he even had somebody check the tag on it. Check the tag on it. That was a nice like, detail. Wow. I appreciated it yeah. being reenacted, you know, just so I could fully appreciate that visual. Something happened that day. Mm-hmm. I need an oral history of that recording day. Yeah. What happened? Who'd you talk to? Who hated on you, dog? No one had, you know, we couldn't really text, like early forms of texting. So there's no internet. You don't, you're not checking your mentions and someone's saying mean things to you. Like, no, something happened in real life. Yeah. Maybe with a friend, maybe with an enemy, something happened. Something happened. I mean, maybe over like, a flip phone. Maybe. Maybe. I, I mean, don't know. That's pretty generous. He probably though. had a sidekick. He probably had a sidekick. I can see that, or a star tack at least. Right. Some type of. I but even so. you might be right though. To your point about the music video, like the the video was kind of a reenactment of some type of hating going on. It seemed very specific. Like mm-hmm. he's in the store, mind his business, doing his thing. He comes out. There's an issue with some guy outside. He gets dragged away. Somebody tries to play peacemaker, and like, I don't know. Maybe they're drafting the concept for the video, and DJ Yola sits there at the head of the table, and he's like, "It's in the song. We're it's, gonna, it's, it's right. This it's, is exactly what's yeah, gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, this is right here. Shotty Lowe's gonna show up about halfway through, but that's it. That was gangster too. Cause yeah, he was just like, uh, it was he was like an apparition in the back. <laughs> it was like Shotty Lowe. You see him throw up the deuce, and then it was. Just, out of there. That's it. That's all you got right there. Just that's enough. All you need, that's though. all you need. What yeah. You need? That's all you need right there. Oh my God. It's a moment. It's an Atlanta moment. So I guess Shotty Lowe and the Ain't Gonna Let Up is like Michael Vick and Rubber Band Man. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, though. I mean, he didn't get no touchdowns, but. But, how, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Same thing. Same thing. Same energy. Listen, he made dances for the t- end zone. Shotty Lowe did. So he did. That's a fact. He did. Just as yeah. important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that that matters. That's actually a good point. The Falcons should give him something. They should retire his jersey. Yeah, he should have something in the rap. Yeah, line. like yeah. if I'm making the music and the dances for y'all to dance to, I need something. Yeah. L O. Let's see the L O hang up. Yeah, I would I would cry. Yeah, I got like one tear for that. One single solitary tear. But when did you guys Notice ain't gonna let up was a staple in Atlanta that it wasn't going away. I don't know the exact moment, but I just know as long as I, I mean, I've been living down here now for 27, 27 years, 26 years. Mm-hmm. 
And from the time this song came out, I never stopped hearing it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like when it, you know, it came, it comes out, it comes out in two thousand six, and it just is always around. Every like you said, every club, every party, you're gonna hear the song at least once, and everybody knows what it is. Like it's one of those things. Like this, in the same way how like Knuck if you buck is. Like as soon as it drops, there's a, a like a community response. Yes, that, that you hear it, you feel it. It's like oh, okay, we're about to do this now. Mm-hmm. And you can't cut the record off. You no. can't skip. No, you can't go to. No, you have to let the whole thing go to the very last bar. Facts. Wow. You can't cut it. You can't cut it anyway. You you will have the crowd turn against you if you try to cut this song after the first verse. Because my part's coming. My part is coming. <laughs> yeah. like, I love the first verse, but right. no, my no. part is coming. No, no, the first verse <laughs> is hard. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. in it, but you. But know. the first verse lets you know that the second one is coming. It's coming. Yes. Right. 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 right it's right, an right. indicator. Yeah. Yeah. And if you stop that. You're a bad DJ. We're gonna write. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have something. That everyone's gonna turn around and look at you like, yo, bro. What are you? Doing? There's a lot of energy with that record on. Yeah, we're not in here slow dancing. Okay, you don't cut that. Nah, you have to give him his proper respect. There's not even a record that I don't even. I mean, listen, this is the DJ's job, right? To to figure out the records that go together that where you can do these transitions and these. I don't think there's a record worthy enough of interrupting this to go into something else that's gonna keep. The, and like, what do you even play after this? <laughs> right. what, what do you, you yeah you go, you go back again and play it again it. yeah Come on, but I, I agree with you because since i was in middle school i went to high school and i got out of high school and i never escaped it you know what i mean i went to team parties and i went to real clubs and i went to strip clubs and it was there it was oh. in every room it was like uh it's like the homie you see you see him in the room like hey bro it's good to see you yeah like that's right. what it is and it doesn't matter where i was i always saw that homie and i was like Yo, you've been around for a long time. It makes me feel welcome. Yes. When I'm, at, when I'm at a party somewhere and I hear this song, it makes me feel like, okay, cool. Everything, <laughs> everything is going to be all right. No, that's absolutely true. I don't remember exactly when or where I heard it, but I imagine it had to have been immediately after I moved to Atlanta. Because mm. there's certain things that you learn about once you move further down south. I guess you learn that... You don't have to just like scorn at people once you walk past them. Because in New York, if you so much as catch a glance at somebody, like you immediately just try to disappear. Um, So you don't have to do that down here. And you know, DG Yola. That's it. Like I just, one of my first gigs when it came to writing, like once I moved down to Atlanta, was like doing nightlife reporting for like Creative Loafing. And I feel like somewhere along that, as I'm like hopping from club to club, trying to like, get my bearings around the city like I hear the song and I again I just don't know where it's just like it's just something that you inevitably learn and the beginning of the second verse that's the first thing that you end up learning anyway yeah because like <laughs> it's that simple the first couple times around you're like okay you know you hear like the steel drum or whatever the first the second time around you might okay this is the hook and things like that but the I just don't give a fuck yeah that's, the that's first it thing you learn yeah that's it but yeah and it touches you it does. Yeah. It's like, ah. Ah, man, that was a release. Right. I know I needed that. Yeah. Can we talk about the production, though? Yes. Let's Be- talk about the production. Because I was trying to figure out who produced it. Yeah. That I, was my one nagging question for today. Mm-hmm. Great question. And so I went to the Billboard charts. Okay. Because if you go to the print edition, like underneath the song title, they'll usually note the producer, right? Right. For the first couple entries that I'm able to find, ain't going to let up. It said nothing. It just said none. 
as in like whoever had like registered the song failed to actually register the producer. So it literally just says like none. And I'm like, okay, wow. But the next couple times around, it literally just says win as in W I N. And I don't know if that's like the name of his homie. I don't know if it's the name of the guy who actually produced it or they just thought like, we need to just like get something in there, but it's literally just win, which is the most at response to a song called ain't gonna let up. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I don't know if that's the universe. Putting the win and DJ <laughs> together, <laughs> like hey, this is for or you, if that's just how they felt, right? Like we need a producer. Man, we're gonna win. We're gonna win. Like <laughs> never mind this, yeah, right? Like it just put something in there. That guy's got to be missing a lot of money. This song's been playing for a long time. Yeah, I mean, right. not that they had like the most streams in the world, but nah. I mean, whatever's out there is out there. Yeah, and that's another thing too. Like even with the internet, it's still like a local thing. Yeah, I never seen it go viral, and everyone was like, "Oh, this is a song coming out of Atlanta." It's like, nah, this is ours. Like, we gonna keep. This. Yeah, it's it's one of those songs, and it, I don't think there are a lot of these anymore mm. for probably a variety of reasons. But I feel like it's one of those songs that was such a huge, that made such an impact locally, that like if I heard this song anywhere else in the world. The people in the room that react to it, I would know. I would look around. We would all have like a mutual understanding of like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm trying to imagine people in like Milwaukee hearing it and not reacting. You know, just kind of like, oh, like oh, what this is, is this? a song. Is okay. I would like to see a room for the people that have never heard it but end up liking it <laughs> or end up going crazy on their first, like, the first time hearing it. Like, damn, is this? I'll be down for that lab experiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. we gotta like do a social experiment. We gotta be a ballsy DJ to know to know about this record and to just play it randomly somewhere away from yeah. the South. Well, part of me kind of imagines that what that is what the Super Bowl must have been like. So one of the reasons why I was sick that I missed all the festivities that were happening at Centennial Olympic Park when the Super Bowl was in town was apparently uh, that uh, Heroes and Villains had a DJ set and mm-hmm. he he said that he played DJ Ola's "Ain't Gonna Let Up." And I was like, first of all, I'm sick that I missed <laughs> that moment. But also, you have all these folks coming in from out of town to like yeah. partake in the festivities. Suits. What is this crowd even like? Right. What are they even doing? Yeah. Are they are they immediately converted? Are they confused? Like, what's happening? I have so many questions. Fair. I think the funny part about it is, is that you're right. They probably had no idea. But I feel like this is one of those songs that. If it came out, I don't think that anyone would assume it was old if you didn't mm. hear it either. Okay. Like, hey. I feel like if you played it right now, it would kind of just fit into what... Kind of. Because the beat, going back to the production, it sounds very, like, cartoony mm-hmm. and, like, playgroundy. Mm-hmm. Like, something Yachty would rap over. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like the quality has that, like, SoundCloud dirt. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's not mixed right. But, like, it's tolerable. Right. You can listen to this in headphones. That's what SoundCloud music sound like to me. Okay, just headphones. I can't do this everywhere. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah big speakers. Right, and yeah, nah. yeah, nah. So it kind of fits in those two kind of spaces, like, sonically and, like, musically fits today. It can, it can sneak up on people, I believe. It could be on Rap Caviar. Right. Yeah. I feel like if that if that record came out today and was it was a whole different name, was you know just a random artist that people never heard of before, people right. would be listening to it like, oh shit, right, okay, it'll be a summer hit. 
Yeah, I don't see why he couldn't. I mean, I, that's not like the type of record that you could bring the energy of uh, six nine or yeah triple x or like what the kids doing now as far as it just being rowdy and like just like mashy, mashy and yeah. you can do, i think you could do all of that to that record if it came out today that's interesting i see him at rolling loud I, in my mind i see the I whole thing too. like on yeah. rolling loud and mm. kind of mad we never shit. saw that yeah me too like like and I guess that's the other part of DJ Yola, right? Like there was this there was this record that's so meaningful, and then I guess he just like the streets, man. Like yeah. Reading about his life after "Ain't Gonna Let Up" is rough. It is. Is it really? Yeah. Well, before his debut album was supposed to drop, he got shot in the face. Yeah. Yeah, like from cheek to cheek. There is a there is a video that I think. A family member of his uploaded from when he was in the hospital and the dude is literally like grinning ear to ear talking about like don't worry my album's gonna come in this is just like a setback you can't let up you can't let up but the way that he has to talk because um he's had like his jaws wired and things like that yeah it's rough so he had to undergo that and he definitely had his uh like his share of like legal troubles i guess for lack of better word right you know he uh he one shot his cousin over some dumb shit yeah, so I don't know. He was really young when this song popped off. We yeah. forget about yeah. these things. I think it was two. I think it was two shootings because I think one of them was his cousin and one was somebody else. I guess he was saying they were they were at like an apartment complex or somewhere. And they right. Were yeah, I remember that. Guns out and somebody grabbed a gun and thought that. What, I think what he said was he said, uh, "Where is this thing?" He did this thing on a. Uh, I think he talked to MTV about this uh where's a quote it actually reminded me of ynw melly when i read this quote because i was like holy shit um he said we had them pistols out there and cuz fucked around and grabbed one of them straps when he grabbed the straps i felt like he was gonna shoot me so i shot him before he shot me he wasn't the first nigga i shot he might not be the last that's what I, he told MTV back in 2012. Oh, I think that was in regards to his cousin. That one was that one was that regards to his cousin, regards right? To his cousin. So I'm like, and I might he might not be the last. I'm like, oh shit! You don't you don't say like, that when you're you about say, to face a conviction. Yeah, like that's not what you and you don't say that to MTV. You definitely don't say that to MTV. What are you doing? What? Yeah, so I think that. Um, yeah, I think that side of him just being like wild and reckless, the same thing that gave him that conviction and all of that that I was like ranting about before is probably part of the same energy that he had, Yeah, you know, out here, you know, just like in the studio and out the studio. Yeah, it did, yeah, he, that, yeah, he doesn't, I don't think by any means that he's a fraud. Like right. With one hit wonders, I think people that's kind of, this like stigma that you get is that somehow you were a fraud like you put out one song mm-hmm. you kind of you were a gimmick it was a gimmick of some kind yeah. you got over on the people vanilla ice or you know that kind of shit but like i think with him he was probably the realest <laughs> one hit wonder of all time wow like, that's quite a superlative i mean nice. yeah but like shit yeah <laughs> was alan temple really like that uh, like anytime he got written about on like vibe or whatever the uh, the writer will always be like he came from the notorious like Allen Temple like neighborhood in Atlanta and I was just like I've never heard of this I before. I've never heard of it either. Okay, well, kind of goes to show. I gotta do my googles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well never mind then. If it's that dangerous, I don't want to be over there. <laughs> I, I feel like um, 
I feel like Alan Temple is somewhere over near where Killer Mike is from. Oh, Adamsville? At like somewhere near oh. Adamsville. I, I think it's over on that side. I could be wrong, but I think it's over on that side somewhere. But that's like Atlanta in a nutshell, right? Facts. Pretty much. You could be in the bluff at one moment and then headed to Mercedes Benz, like literally the next. Right there. So quickly. I'm not even exaggerating. No. Like, so just like that. Let me ask you guys. Yes. Ain't Gonna Let Up is a song that's gonna play here forever. Yeah. But we don't really have I haven't heard one this year, like another anthem that feels like it's gonna be here forever. <gasps> so who do you think could give us Atlanta's next Ain't Gonna Let Up? Atlanta's next ain't gonna let yeah, up. Yeah, I don't really care about everywhere else. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah. I don't, don't need <laughs> That's this. That's true. Just something here. About us. Honestly, I think that it's somebody who just probably isn't out right now. Like, I feel like you get those kind of songs normally, at least in my opinion, when I think about those type of anthems, usually come from brand new artists. It's a certain energy to you. It's a certain energy that you just raw and unfiltered and you don't really maybe not as polished as you'll become and part of you becoming more polished means you lose some of whatever you had you know at the at the gate but you get knuck if you buck from a brand new act yeah you don't get knuck if you buck from some seven season. eight yeah six season yeah. i've got nine albums and now i do knuck if you buck nah nah nah, nah, nah. you don't that's, not get, that's not how that works <laughs> that's not how that works that's, so i feel I've like i've never thought about that before but you're right yeah so i feel like whoever gives us that next thing is some kid right now running around in the streets that are literally around us who will probably have that record and who knows when but i i don't know if it'll be anybody who's out out right now okay this might be out there but i feel like we have the song already Who's that? I think it's Old Town Road. Mm. I think it's Old Town Road because you're talking about a change in energy. You're talking about this idea of how you ain't gonna let up. What is that? If not, cannot tell, can't tell you me nothing. nothing. Yeah, and 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 Old Town Road went way further than this. Then ain't yeah, gonna let yeah, up. Yeah, I know we were only concerning ourselves with the yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from Atlanta. Yeah, no, it's gonna be a thing. And I'm for sure. I'm with you. And I, I, I said that before. I don't think this song is ever gonna die. You don't think so? No. I mean, it won't. I don't. It don't always. It won't always necessarily be on the tip of everybody's tongue. But I just feel like when it comes on, yeah, there's gonna be people that hate it. But there's gonna be anytime that song comes on, there's gonna be people who can't wait to sing this song in your bar, in your restaurant, like these elementary school assemblies. Yeah, that kind of energy doesn't die. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that kind of energy doesn't die. So. That we were never going to have a song that was going to replace I Believe I Can Fly. <laughs> we got it, okay? We it's right here it. before your eyes. Yeah, a teenager worry made it. about it. R. Kelly can go to jail now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. I'm just saying. Spicy. That was hot. Spicy. <laughs> you was feeling it. Ooh, spicy. It's really funny talking about Old Town Road because stuff on the internet tends to stay on the internet. Like, yeah. we can watch something unfold, and it's just that. That's just that. It's the internet. But this is so much a real world record. It's, mm. It has really transcended, I think, just going viral. Because like when you play it in schools, these kids, they're not sitting on Twitter all day looking at memes. Nah. Like, nah. So they're reacting to that. You know, I think I saw some kids, they saw the police officer pull up on a horse and start singing the song. Oh, in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, like a baseball field or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like I saw that video. Around yeah. now. yeah, the kids at a gate and like they see two horses and they just Bust out. And they just walk up to yeah. Like yeah. anytime you see a horse now, That's he's the symbol of horses. That song he's is a symbol, symbol of horses. horses for like black kids. Like yeah. that's 
if Polo don't give him a deal. Oh man, are you kidding me? Like y'all fumble with Young Drill. Don't let Lil Nas X not get his <laughs> horse. Well, listen, get when, his horse. when when like Cambridge and like fucking uh, Yale and all of these fucking bougie ass schools have all these like black equestrian team kids. They're gonna figure out like what the fuck is going on. Just know that Lil Nas X, th- you're welcome. You're welcome, Yale. You're welcome, fucking Johns Hopkins. You're welcome. Lil Nas X did that for you. Facts. <laughs> the whole facts, bro. So yeah. So yeah, watching that record. So we never got a chance to see DJ Yellow have that moment. Yeah. We ain't gonna let up. It didn't transcend, but it could have. Oh, it's I a, definitely it's a believe it. Yeah, yeah, it's a diamond record. Yeah, it's diamond in the streets. Yeah. I mean, Mike Heron signed him. Right. I think the he's Atlantic. yeah Atlantic. I think he. I mean, he I, saw it. I think I think he saw. If nothing else, he saw the noise he was making. Even right. if he didn't all the way. Yeah, you snatched that one up. It. He just yeah, he saw what was going on. Like okay, let me put my hand on this. But like, yeah, I think Yola definitely had he not fallen in these legal troubles and you know getting shot and like all of that shit. I think he definitely would have had a legit shot to be something. Yeah. Right. Because he just needs a shot. Yeah. You know who knows what happens when you get the opportunity. Because we see so many people have it and where it takes them, and we see what happens to the people that don't get it. Right. I was just thinking about Young LA. I feel like right. he's ain't gonna let up his ain't I? Yeah. You know, but he didn't even get his album out. And Joe, and this be and truth be told, Joe kind of like, yeah, bro, dude, I'm like, I think Joe killed it so hard Yo, that it was like it's still Young LA. Destroyed it, but he destroyed it to the point that it's like. You, when you play the song in a public space, I just need the hook in Joe's words. See, you just gonna take Leland off. He can do the hook. <laughs> <laughs> I like the hook. It's a great hook. I just need Joe's like, already figured it out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there you go. The so I'm He's there, mom. I'll let him. I'll let him play. Let him play. Yeah, 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 you know. Come on. That's right. fine. <laughs> okay. Um, I agree. Yeah. No, I, I cherish this song to the point that, like, I've never heard another DG Yolo song. I know they exist, but. But you know I'm a dog. Is oh, Gucci, Gucci Mane. Yeah, he's oh, on the Gucci oh, record. Oh, oh, oh. He's on the second verse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's true. Well, okay, yeah. well, I guess I have heard another DJ. Well, I haven't, <laughs> I've never heard. Yeah. That's another staple, too. His I'm a dog. Song. I'm a dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know what's funny? Because Zaytoven produced that track. I re-listened to it today, and I only just now heard the steel drums. It was kind of like, mm. I feel like what happened was uh, Zaytoven heard Ain't Gonna Let Up. He heard that DGOLO is going to be on this Gucci Mane record. And he was like, you know what? Just so people know who this really is, let me cue up this. I mean, yeah, 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 probably still. They just, the, the duo, name a more iconic duo. Yeah. So that's what Zaytoven yeah, yeah. Shout out to Zaytoven for that. <laughs> but yeah, we didn't really get anything. I mean, it was funny though, because um, while I'm reading about this record in retrospect, um, this, get, this record got cited in an article about. Buster Rhymes, I think Billboard did it because this was coming from a time where there were no New York hip hop hits. This is when New York rap was starting to complain, like New York radio, you don't play us anymore. Yeah, this is this is when yeah Nas is about to put out hip hop is dead. Right, and like they were like, look at DJ Yola, he was an independent guy. Nobody knew about him, but Atlanta radio gave him a shot. That's how big of a threat he was. Wow. Really? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I'm still tripping that she found that in a Buster Rhymes article. Yeah, that's the part. That's, that's what I'm thinking <laughs> so to myself. Nice. Like, damn, that was in a Buster but Rhymes article. he got article? name dropped for that, and that speaks to just how he was an impactful artist on radio. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, they gave him a shot because it was a crazy record. It was a, Yeah, it was a crazy like, song. I want that to still happen. I want you to have a record so crazy you can't put it online. Like, I got to go straight to Greg Street. Yeah. You know, and you got to play it because you have to do that. You need to play that role because if you do this, this song becomes something here. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's the only way to sneak records locally now is go straight to radio. That way, like, you can rip it, sure, but, like, if I don't upload to SoundCloud, but you hear it on the radio, I got a local hit. Yeah, it's, yeah, all, it's yeah, only yeah, local. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's only I don't know how here. you do that, but, like, if I was a rapper today, I would get my radio money right, and I would go straight to the station with bangers. And just drive and just fuck yeah. up. I mean, you know, I feel like someone, someone will probably try that. You need just in an effort to do. Yeah, you need some money. Yeah, but I feel like maybe in an effort to just do something different or you know separate their products from. I can see. I can see artists doing that. It's or, crazy because no label would pay for it. No label's going to front you not to upload your music online. We get all our money from streams. Like I yeah. wish a label would front a local act, be like, "Yo, we're gonna make you the biggest artist in Atlanta, over here, right, right over here." Else. Yeah, that would be amazing. I don't think it would be as expensive. I don't think it would be that expensive at all. I mean, in comparison to what probably they already spent. I mean, like you just <laughs> we just talked about it yesterday at the Yo, open bar Like as far as right. like what these labels spend on certain things, I think that for the price of that open bar party. <laughs> You could probably do other things that would be like, you know, <laughs> like cooler ideas and stuff that's maybe smaller, but it would just be centralized. Like, okay, right here in the city. You gonna take away all that Hennessy? Yeah, so, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Pour less Hennessy <laughs> and pour less free Hennessy, and then go do something in the streets that's cool and fun and that makes people like remember it. Oh honestly, wow! Honestly, I haven't been to one of those parties in a minute. You're not yeah. missing anything. Okay. I was gonna say you're missing a lot of free liquor. <laughs> well, you're missing free liquor. Well, you're talking about the you're talking about the party that we're referring to, the op- the pouring Hennessy party. There, there's been a lot like them. Yeah, there's been a lot like them. Yeah, there's been a lot. There's like no them. need to distinguish. <laughs> there, it's, all, all it's, like it's, it's all it's all like that pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've party. been that way since 2007. Yeah, yeah but I yeah, wish bro. they would switch it up. I think that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I'm I could skip a couple open bars to see like a different kind of pop up. You know, yeah. Especially if you just centralize the city and maybe like expanding out throughout Georgia. But yeah, like I feel like what DJ Yola did was he secured him an eternal record that doesn't require it being the biggest everywhere. It doesn't require. We're not talking about streams. We're not talking about no. downloads. We're not talking. You're talking about, about impact. We're talking about pure impact. Yeah, just impact. Impactful song. record. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's impactful because it touches people. You know what I'm saying? It touches people here, so it can always be for the people here. And if I, like I say, if I was a rapper, my demographic would be Atlanta. It wouldn't be nowhere else. It wouldn't be, oh yeah, I mean, I want black people. I want white people. I want, you know, I want the world. Like, nah. Yeah. Like, just Metro. Just Metro yeah. Atlanta. I mean, I feel like every rapper should have one of those. Facts. You should have like, one. Not, not, that, not that your songs shouldn't be as big as they can possibly be, but like, as you're coming up on the way to being whoever you're eventually going to be, why not just have a song that's like, Everybody around here knows this song because this is just that shit base. for your home base. Yeah. Like th- for them to have that, I think that means something. Feed us. Now you can't do that. I don't, maybe <laughs> feed us. <laughs> feed us, Seymour. See, I, like that's all. Facts. I mean, it has to happen naturally. I guess you can't force it. No. Nah. Per se, but I will say, if I want to bet on somebody to give us one, 
I'm betting on little baby. Little baby. Oh yeah, yeah I can see that happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, next, and I only say that because he's still kind of not all the way polished. Like yeah, yeah, not, yeah, it's still raw. Mm-hmm. QC's mm-hmm. still trying to get him all the way there, mm-hmm. and I think he might slip up and like throw one out there. Just on like a crazy. 20 album tape but the one record that's gonna be for us is gonna yeah. be in that pack uh, i can see that i'll give him another year if he doesn't do it in I a year then that. you know i'll probably give up on that but to, yeah to me little baby reminds me more of the artists like maceo and yola mm-hmm. and like you know now he's playing on a much bigger stage and they got to play on yes but like as far as just the essence of what he does and what he's talking about and who and who he is as an artist, like to me, he reminds me more of those type of rappers mm-hmm. than like trap rappers of right now. Right, like, I don't look at him the same way as I look at a uh, 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 future or like nah. uh, Do- Dolph or like I look at Baby a little bit differently than that. I agree, he's in that class. And that's a very Atlanta class. And I don't know yeah. if, if a lot of people are going to look at him like that. That's not from here. That's not able to recognize who his, like, what family tree he's coming from. Yeah. Then they won't see it. But I, I see where you're coming from. He definitely, I, I like that about Baby. I like that Yeah, I do like, too. His essence is very Atlanta, but it's that old Atlanta when Jeezy and T.I. Right. And, you know, Gucci was coming up. Less Ferragamo belts. Yes. There were less <laughs> Ferragamo belts in that part, in that. Atlanta time. Right around here, actually. Right around here. Yeah, yeah, right around here. Literally around these grounds. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we appreciate you guys checking out Something to Say, which is produced by Michael Saber, as we said, out the swats. Um, We are on almost all the platforms now. We are now on Spotify. Yeah. In addition to the usual, the Apple Podcasts, the Stitchers, and all of that. And of course, you can support us on patreon.com slash something to say. DJ Yola forever. Yes.